summary of the Sikha. One of the mitzvahs in this week's parasha is that if you build a new house, you should make a, a make, which means a fence around the roof. And the, the Torah goes on to explain why. And lest the fallen fall from the roof. To say it in simple terms, you have to make a fence around your roof so that nobody should fall off the roof. But it's written in a very awkward way. First of all, it says, if you will build a new house. It's not really relevant whether it's a new house or an old house. If you buy an old house, you also have to build a fence if there wasn't one before. So why does the title say that it means a new house? That could mislead us to think that it means only if you build a new house. But if you bought a house that had that didn't have a fence... It's not new, you don't have to put a fence, but that's not true. So why does the Torah say Chadosh? And also, what does it mean if the fallen, lest the fallen fall? If, if you're trying to prevent that he shouldn't fall, why address him as the fallen? He isn't yet fallen. The Sifri explains it. Actually, the Gemara explains this as, why does it say the fallen? Because this is a person that is destined to fall from creation on. This is a person that is already ordained to fall. And, uh, but what the Torah is telling you is that you shouldn't be the one through which his falling happens. Even though that will happen to him anyway. But why should you be involved in that? That's how the Gemara explains it. But still, why frame it in such a way that it's it, the fallen, what does that mean? It, he's not yet fallen. He may come to fall, but he's not fallen. So there are certain things in Torah which cannot be understood by looking at them from the perspective of nigla, just by understanding the chumash the, the, or the, uh, the pasuk and so on, from reading it normally. Only if you see it from the inner dimension, from the perspective of chassidus, do you begin to understand what the true meaning is. And there's a reason for this, because Hashem created the world in such a way that we should always be aware that there's something beyond us that we aren't complete, that we don't have control. For instance, it says that he left, he left the north side unfinished. The north is uninhabitable, uh, it's undeveloped, it's freezing up there, just full of ice. Why did he do that? Because should, should somebody come along and say, I am the God that created the world, just say to him, okay, close in, finish off the north and the north pole. Let's see you do that. And the same is true of Torah. Nigla is Hashem allowed His wisdom to be able to be understood by the human mind. But we always have to understand and know that there is some, that it's not what we comprehend. There's something much deeper than what we comprehend. It's all godly wisdom, not just wisdom that we can understand. And to, in order that we should always be aware of that, there are certain aspects of Torah which cannot be understood from the perspective of Nigla with our own rational mind. And therefore we have to look to it in the godly sense and understand it from the inner perspective, from the Hasidic perspective, and only then does it become understood. And this is one of those subjects. This Pasuk of Maka is in that category. So the Pasuk is telling us a lesson which is understood in this way. Uh, our sages say that your home means your wife it means, in other words that this Pasuk is talking about a person p- 
preparing to get married. Kisivne bayis chadosh. You are going to build a home. You're going into a new Aveda which you've never done before. Till now you were involved in learning, davening in yeshiva, like a yeshiva bacher. And now you're going to get married. So now you're going to be responsible to support your wife and eventually your children. So you have to start making money. So you have to get a job. When you get a job, you're suddenly involved in the world around you, something that you were never involved before. So this is a new Aveda which you're unaccustomed to. So the Torah says you have to build fences. You have to protect yourself. You don't want to get caught up in the world around you to get sucked into the world around you. You have to build fences so that your mind, your thinking, your speech, your actions, what you do, are never compromised. This is something that you're unaccustomed to and you have to be ready to be able to deal with challenges as they come. And you have to do that by creating boundaries around yourself so that you know where you can go and where you can't go. Therefore, also the Pasuk says, that's why it's called Chadosh, because it's a new Avaidah. But it's also Kiyipal Anoifel. What do you mean the fallen? Why are you called a fallen? Because when you go down into the world, you're already fallen. Meaning to say, you used to be on a level where you were involved in only spiritual things mostly. And now suddenly you're down and you've gone down a level and you have to deal with physical things as well. So you're already fallen. But you have to make sure that you don't fall further than you must fall. Everyone has to go down to that level. But you don't want to end up falling even further. You don't want that the one who went down to the level of dealing with the physical should fall even further to where he didn't expect to go. So that's one explanation. But there's another meaning to the word bayis chadosh. Chadosh means new and novel. Something which, an Aveda which you have never experienced before in the positive way. Meaning to say, until now, you were involved in spiritual things and ruchni things. But the true chidush, the true novelty of creation is for a person to be able to elevate the physical and make that into a spiritual thing. That's where true novel Aveda happens. That's the truly um, exciting stuff of creation. And in fact, it's not only novel for us, it's also novel for Hashem, meaning to say that this even creates a new dimension, a new, a new perspective, or a new energy within Hashem. I know it's hard to say, but we find, we, I can quote you a few uh, points that the Rebbe says here. For instance, it says in Chazal, Everything was, is, from, is within the ability of Hashem, except for Yerushalayim. He doesn't dictate whether you should be God-fearing. So in other words, if you do your Aveda properly, you do something for Hashem that He couldn't do for Himself. Imagine that. Another point is, it says actually in Medrash, We add strength, power, to the power of Hashem. That's something that's very scary to say, but it's from the Medrash. And when we build a dir v'tachtainim, when we build a home for Hashem down here, and He is pleased with that home, the Gemara says that a dir a beautiful home, opens up the perspective of the person that lives there. So the Adam, the per- Hashem who lives in our new dir, it opens up His mind too, kaviyachal, so to speak. So in other words, the chadash relates even to Hashem. It's chadash to Him too. 
Now, in order for a person to reach a completely new and novel level that he had never had before, that is completely removed from where he came before, how do you grow in that kind of an exponential way? It requires bittle. There has to be a level of nullification, self-abnegation from the old level to the new level. Because if you're just building on the old level, you're never going to break out of that old level. You'll just be more of the old level with a little better. If you want to go to a completely new level, you have to completely remove yourself. It has to be a bittle and a removal from the old level altogether. It says that when one of the Amiroyim wanted to learn, start learning Talmud Yerushalmi, which is a completely new kind of understanding of the Mishnah, and he was used to learning Talmud Bavli, so he fasted many, many fasts so that he would forget the Talmud Bavli because he couldn't build on the Talmud Bavli. He had to go to a whole new paradigm so that he could understand the new Talmud Yerushalmi new to him. So in other words, there had to be an, an area of emptiness between understanding the Talmud Bavli and growing to the Talmud Yerushalmi. And that's the meaning of Maka. Maka means when you create fences, which means you make um, limitations. You create limitations for yourself. This is a place that I can't go. This is an area that I can't be speaking about. This is something that I can't be thinking, even though I'm involved in the business world or the physical world. So the Maka expresses the bittle that has to be there in order to come to this Chadosh, to this Bayez Chadosh, this completely novel new way of bringing godliness into the world that you didn't have before when you were not involved in the physical. So in other words, the Maka is not only a way of protecting yourself from being harmed by the world around you, but it's also the method by which you can reach Bayez Chadosh because that expresses the bittle that is relating to the bittle that you must practice in order to be able to reach these new exalted levels. We know that the marriage between a Jewish man and a woman reflects the marriage between Hashem and the Jewish people. Hashem is the husband and the Jewish people are the wife. And we know that Kiddushin means two things. It means that we are sanctified, meaning we are attach ourselves to Hashem and we are completely connected to him, that's one aspect of the marriage between a Yid and Hashem, but Kedushin also means that we become separated and removed from everything else, just like a woman when she gets married, the reason it's called Kedushin is because through this she becomes exclusive to her husband and no one else can marry her, so also that's what it means over here, Kedushin, that we we reject everything other than Hashem. We don't want to get caught up into the world around us. Yes, we have to work with it, but not to become attracted to it, not to become part of it, only in the sense that we make a dir through it, and that's the only way to reach this bias chadosh.